Hello, friends, and welcome back to Not Your Average Girl podcast. Thank you for visiting with us again. We're just sitting on the couch drinking some tea. We uh, don't have the wine today. No, it's a little bit earlier in the day. It feels, I mean, (laughs) who are we kidding? It's not inappropriate to drink at, what time is it, 2 p.m.? No, of course not. (laughs) I mean, we could drink, but we're just being responsible adults and not drinking. Mostly because I'm really hungover. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And actually, I'm not going to lie, I already did have a beer today. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so today we are talking about selfies. Ah, the art of the selfie. Um, Jess and I got this idea the other day when Jess spontaneously sent me a boatload of photos of herself and said, (laughs) help me choose a selfie. And before I could even respond, (laughs) then sent me a text message saying, abort, abort. I look terrible in every single one. (laughs) So, uh, you know, then she texted me and said, you know what? We need to talk about this on the podcast. I agreed. And here we are. Yeah. It's a, I feel like you and I approach selfies a little bit differently. Like I, I still feel like I get very worked up before I post a selfie. Like I get a lot of anxiety. I have to take so many selfies. I like, I don't know, like I'll, I'll, I'm trying to force myself to do it a little bit more because like I wasn't posting any selfies for a really long time, but I don't know. I feel like for me, it's, it's such a challenge, which is why I usually will send you like a couple before. <laughs> um, but you have a very different approach to selfies than I do. Like, I feel like you're just all loose goosey with the selfies. Yeah. I mean, I just like, whenever I feel like I look cute, I take a picture, see if it turns out. And sometimes I just leave them on my phone and then like months later I find this picture where I'm like, damn, I look great in that photo and then I'll post it. Isn't it funny how some like time can really change your perspective of a photo of yourself? Like when I sent you that last time when I sent you those photos and when I was looking back at them legitimately when I was texting you abort, abort, I was like, we need to abort mission on these (laughs) going in the trash. Like they are garbage. But then the next day when I woke up and I looked at them, I was like, okay, maybe there's one in here, two in here that are like not garbage. Oh my God. So I did end up posting one the next day, actually. Fun fact. But yeah, once I gave it some distance, it wasn't as terrible. (laughs) So it's kind of funny because you might think this topic is strange or like stupid or just like silly but we think that selfies really reflect you know your confidence level uh your image of yourself and sometimes your mental health and so we thought it was a really good doorway to talk about um you know our struggles with selfies and our opinions of selfies and also just have a few laughs so jess came up with this beautiful idea to take a poll over on her instagram page Um, and we want to tell you the wonderful results we got. So thank you so much for participating. I think Jess said we had about 200 people answer this poll. So yeah, I was really pleasantly surprised that everyone really participated. It was, it was awesome. Um, some of them were a surprise. Some of them weren't a surprise in terms of the results, but we're going to go through it and then we're going to kind of, kind of talk about it also. (laughs) The photo that I posted of myself before posting the polls on my Instagram story where I was like, we're going to talk selfies. If you actually look at this photo, 
I just took this like in the middle of my work day. I have like a giant pimple scab on my chin. Like I didn't edit it at all because I was just like, I cannot be an imposter. Like, <laughs> and I have like a giant pimple on my chin. And if you look at my hand, like my my face is being propped up on my hand, there's brownie smeared on it. And I ate that brownie for breakfast <laughs> that day. That's all I ate. <laughs> so. Oh my God. Oh, nothing is more authentic than food smudges and pimple scabs. Yeah. Yeah. I was That's like, great. you know what? This is who I am today. We're not going to pretend that I'm anything better than that. I love it. I'm just steaming hot garbage. No. That's just real. We all eat brownies and get pimples. It's fine. It was a black bean brownie. So it's kind of healthy for breakfast, right? Yeah. You've made me many black bean brownies and I absolutely have loved them. So good. All right. Let's start chatting about these poll results. Okay. Also, I'm going to ask everyone that voted in this. Were you absolutely honest? Because some of these results did surprise me. If you're being honest, that's great. Or maybe I'm just a really insecure person. But so I was actually expected, I was actually surprised that a lot of these are better than I expected. Yeah. Still too many to, yeah, still too many people answering the like more insecure answer. But I, I actually was pleasantly surprised by a lot of these. So maybe that speaks to where we're at in 2020. Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah. So, okay. This one, have you ever deleted a selfie after posting because it didn't get enough likes or comments? So 31% of people said, yes, they did. And 69% of people said, no, that they didn't. Interesting. So, okay. First of all, have you, Mm, I don't, I don't know if I've actually done this before. Not definitely not in anything recent where like it can pop to mind. Like, when I think back to what my mentality was like in high school or the several years right after high school, I feel like I, I must have, but I can't really remember doing it. Right. Um, I do remember like religiously going onto my Instagram and like checking, like how many likes is it getting? How many likes is it getting? Are people liking it? Yeah. Cause like, I feel like when Instagram first started, I think probably we were more in like grade 10 or 11. Yeah. It only came in halfway through high school. And even back then, not everyone had it. Mm -hmm. It was so much more intense. Like you post a picture and like you really were like waiting for those likes to roll in. It was a very nerve wracking kind of thing. Yeah. Well, it's also different now because when we were younger, Instagram was set up so that everybody could see the exact number of likes on every photo. Yeah. So you'd like compare, you'd look at like what other girls or even like your friends got and then you'd be like, did I get that many? Yeah. And like some girls like back then getting over a hundred likes was like insane. It was so exciting. And like 2010. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That was like, holy shit. She's like fucking famous. Whoa, it's Britney Spears. Okay. For the record, I still feel that way if I get over 100 likes, which is never. So (laughs) don't come at me. (laughs) I honestly, I haven't checked in a long time, but I doubt I get over 100 on Instagram. It's like, myself liking it on my dog. Such a. Yeah, I go on my personal and like your photo, and then I go on our Instagram account, and then I like your photo also. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, double. But you know what I thought is was really interesting is that so like I answered no because I haven't technically like monitored the number of likes or comments I get to the point where I'm like, okay, if I don't get this many, I'm going to delete. But I do, I definitely have 
deleted a photo like in retrospect because I didn't get very many likes and I didn't want to leave it on my page because I didn't want somebody who was like creeping me or something to like scroll through and look at like two months ago, this photo I had that got like whatever, 10 likes. And I was upset that I only got 10 likes. And so I deleted it then. So I guess like, like maybe some people answered the same way I did because I said no, but like, like you've gone back and like recurated. Yeah. So like I kind of do put some, um, emphasis on the meaning of that, just maybe not the same way others do. Cause I know for a fact, my sister is younger than me and she had friends in high school who had boatloads of followers because, you know, as time progressed, it became way, way more common. And these young girls really put some stake into it and not to say I didn't and not to judge them because that was just the trend. And, um, but they would have, you know, like say 2000 followers and their rule was if I don't get 100 likes in the first five minutes, I take it down. I know. <laughs> Excuse me for a minute? <laughs> what? Yeah. So that was their rule in their group of friends. And I'm oh. not even, I'm not <laughs> judging them for it, but I'm so, it was such a shock to me. I couldn't believe. Oh my God. That's cutthroat. That's like so mean to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not even given yourself a chance to thrive in the wild <laughs> like you're not even given the chance for the algorithm to pick that shit up yet i mean granted back then instagram's algorithm was not so cutthroat i'm no. pretty sure you just like saw your feed as a chronological order it was, all yeah. the people you follow the yes. photos. now it's like you might miss people's photos because instagram has deemed it not interesting to you um i'm gonna say that that's the reason i don't get a lot of likes <laughs> it's the algorithm <laughs> No, but anyways, I just, I think that it, it says a lot about your self-worth and about, um, whether you put stake into how you see yourself versus how other people see you. Mm -hmm. And I think that by putting that much emphasis on how other people are, are seeing you, especially in such a, you know, shallow manner and just about your appearance, um, it's really, it's harmful. It really over time deteriorates your own self-image, the like the way you see your own self. Mm -hmm. And I just think that that's a scary thing. So to those 31% of people who answered, yes, I have done that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't be mean to yourself. Yeah. If you're feeling so beautiful in that moment and you want to show the world, like put that out there and stand proudly but also let's stop investing so much weight in what response our selfies get. Because honestly, the way that you look in a selfie is probably the least interesting thing about you. Like you have <laughs> so much more to offer the world. Yeah. I'm kind of saying this to myself, like, gosh, like there's just so much more to it than that. Right. Like, yeah. I, I'm not trying to downplay because I, I do think it's important to feel confident and even in the way you look like that's totally fine. And like, I'm not going to stay here and say that I don't think about the way that I look like we put that's the way we present ourselves to the world. That's always going to matter a little bit. But like that is not your defining characteristic. No, that's not what makes the people in your life love you. Exactly. Right? It's not that you can post a killer selfie. It's whatever other amazing things like you've got going on in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
What's our next? Uh, Let's take a look. Poll right. question. Um. So this one was yeah yeah. So have you ever looked at another person's selfie and compared it to what you look like that day? Sixty-seven percent of people said yes. Thirty-three percent said no. So two thirds of people said yes. And this is sad because this kind of speaks to like the comparing someone else's highlight reel to like your day to day, which is just not healthy. Right. Oh God. I do this so bad. Yeah. I did this so bad when I was like unhappy in my relationship Mm -hmm. and I would look at a lot of other people's like photos they post with their significant others Mm -hmm. and be like, they look so, this isn't selfie related, but I'd be like, oh, they look so happy and blah, blah, blah. And then I would compare that to like the darkest parts of my relationship. And it's just like, I mean, I wasn't very happy, but at the same time, it's not really a fair comparison. Right. And same thing with selfies, right? Like if you're sitting on your couch, like you just woke up in the morning, we all know what we look like. It's not a, it's not a 10, but that's fine. (laughs) And you know, we all look like that when we're like, our hair's a mess. We haven't washed our face. We're in our sweatpants. Like that's the reality. That's what human beings look like. And then you're scrolling through Instagram and you see like this girl's post from last night that's like perfectly edited, perfect makeup. And you compare, it's a losing battle. That's, we're literally setting ourselves up to fail when we do that. Exactly. I, it's interesting. I had this conversation um, with a colleague the other day and we were talking about Gossip Girl. And it's so funny, that show came out when I was in high school and I mean, I'm sure most of you know it, but it, you know, it's based in New York. It's a bunch of rich teenagers walking around being beautiful and doing glamorous things. And I remember being in high school and just comparing myself to those girls on the show and literally like writing in my diary saying like, I am committing to doing my nails every night before bed. I'm committing to waking up an hour early to work out. I'm going to do my hair every day. I'm going shopping to buy all new perfect clothes. Um, like I just would like make these vows to myself to like change so I could look like that. And like looking back as as an adult, I'm like, Oh my God, these women, literal women in that show were in their 20s, not teenagers. So no, they weren't acne ridden. They didn't have braces. Like they have beautiful stylists. Everybody, somebody else did their makeup. Somebody else styled them. Like, and then of course the show never depicted them waking up in the morning looking awful or tired or sick or like a real human being. Yeah. And so I'm not much a victim of this in my adult life, although I know a lot of people still are. Mm-hmm. But I do it all the time. I think I do it more subconsciously, uh-huh. but I know that I do it. Totally. I mean, it's not like I never do it. Of course not. I mean, you can't you can't be a perfect human. You can't walk through life and never compare yourself to anybody. But, you know, the, I wish I could remember who says this, and I'm sure you've all heard it before, but the quote is, comparison is the thief of joy. So true. Because there's so many standards that you could compare yourself to, and we're all so individually different that none of us could ever be the same as someone else's standard. And like we've talked about this before, Jess, like we don't think there is a standard. There is no standard for what we're supposed to be doing, and there's no standard for what we're supposed to look like. You know, and this whole idea of having a beauty standard is such garbage. Like it's such. 
a lie and to buy into what you know media and I don't know, magazines, I mean, not really magazines, more like social and, you know, TV shows us is beautiful, is such a... Honestly, I feel like social media has become the new, like, magazine. That's what they used to say when we were younger. Like, oh, girls compare themselves to models in magazines. Right. That's so early 2000s. But now it is social media. But social media is so much more dangerous than magazines because so much of social media is disguised as everyday life. Yes. It's disguised as this perfectly, like, influencers will kind of share something of them in, like, the cutest pajamas with with natural makeup on, their hair done, eating brunch with their best friends. Where they're <laughs> like, we're still in bed being lazy. <laughs> and you're like, fuck you, Cindy. <laughs> like, no one, no. But it's it's disguised as, it's disguised as reality. Yeah. So it's, it's it messes with your head even more because you're like, why aren't I that aesthetic when I'm eating brunch? Also, can we just stop and like listen to like that's so ridiculous. Like it's so stupid. Eating brunch isn't supposed to be aesthetic. Like why are we so no, obsessed with Yeah, it's supposed to be delicious. Your conversation is supposed to supposed to be stimulating with your best friend. Like that is the goal there and to put so much weight on what it looks like, you're like not even enjoying your own life. You're just worrying about what it looks like to other people. Like, fuck that. Yeah. You know? Like, I know. I know. And it's devastating to think back that we could be, like, you know, 20, 30 years. And you think back onto, like, all these moments. And you're like, what was I concerned about that day? Well, I don't know. I was so preoccupied with, like, getting the perfect Instagram shot. Or I was so preoccupied with, you know, how this would look on my feed. Right? And I'm not saying that you can never take photos. Like, yeah, I I love a cute brunch photo, whatever. But I'm not going to let it. Like, I'm not going to make everyone at the table wait to eat their food for 10 minutes while I get the perfect shot, right? Sure. I'm not going to take myself out of the moment to get this perfect photo. I'm it's not going to, I'm not going to try to like let it ruin my day if it's not turning out. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a, a big, I don't know, topic that I thought was really important in this conversation. And that's why do you take a selfie? And I think that the reason that you take the selfie has a lot of impact on whether or not you're helping yourself or harming yourself. And I said to Jess earlier, you know, we, I take selfies and she, she said, I think you're like the queen of selfies. And I laughed because I'm like, Oh my God, like I just take random photos of myself and then post them whenever the hell I feel like it. (laughs) Um, and it's not like a one and done thing either. I for sure take, you know, 10 photos of myself before I post them. But you know, if you post a selfie because you need the confidence boost and the likes, that's something very different than posting a selfie because you're like, girl, I am cute today. Look at me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I ate a snack on the whole damn meal, bitch. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Get it. I think those of us that um, post because we're like, oh, I look cute. Look at me. Yeah. I mean... That's healthy. Honestly, though, I don't I don't know if I've ever posted a selfie with that mindset. I don't know if I'm necessarily so far into the other camp of, like, I'm posting this to get reassurance because I don't really have an emotional reaction if, like, I post a selfie and, like, there's not many likes or, like, any comments. It, I don't even really notice that. But I wouldn't say I'm posting the selfie because I'm, like, oh, 
I look really cute. Maybe it's more like I like my outfit. Sure. Or like I actually put makeup on, so maybe I should document this rare yeah. existence. <laughs> so maybe maybe you need to like check yourself and your own self-confidence and like realize that if you don't feel that way when you're posting, it's because you're not like valuing your own you know, self-image and dude, I just you just need to work on that. I for me, yeah, it, there's a disconnect. Like I, the leap between feeling confident and feeling confident in the selfie is huge for me because I I don't wake up every day confident in the way I look, for sure. Like most days I'm not confident in the way that I look. But when I like, you know, have a cute outfit on and I take the time to do my makeup and my hair looks cute and I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, yeah, who is she? <laughs> and I do feel like I feel I feel pretty. I'm like looking yeah. in the mirror, I'm like, yeah, I'm hot. Like I'm a 10. Right now. <laughs> well, this morning. <laughs> Two hours ago. Right now. We can go with that. That's fine. Yeah. And then, yeah, I want to talk about this as well because I'm like, yes, I look in the mirror. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, strike my poses. I'm like, yeah, I got this. I'm good. I'm going to take a selfie because I'm feeling cute. And then I take a selfie and I look at it. Oh, dear God. Yeah. That is like, how did we get from what I look like in the mirror to what I look like on my phone? Because am I possessed? Like, I don't understand. Because, yeah. like, even when I'm, like, holding up my phone like this and you can see yourself in the, on selfie mode, you can see yourself. I'm looking at the reflection. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. And then I'm like, okay, here's my, here's my angle. And then I, like, press the button to take the picture. And then I look at the picture. And it's not what it looked like. And it's, like, it's not, like, what it looked like when I was just holding my phone up and I was looking at the screen. Okay, so shockers. Why? Why because still life. And the movement and the ability to see your minute facial expressions and light bouncing off your face and all of that is not the same in a photo than in that actual moving live image that everybody gets of you. But you should take that solace in the fact that, you know what, like the way I see myself in a photo one time does about define what I actually look like. Because photos are often, like, distorted. In in both ways. I think that's what we forget. Like, a photo can make someone look. Like, a very well-done photo can make someone look a lot more symmetrical um, and more in adherence of beauty standards. I yes. Like more beautiful. But it oh can make God. them look closer to what we believe the beauty standard is. Yep. Based on lighting, placed based on angle, whatever. But it can also do the opposite. Right. So I follow an Instagram account of this woman who posts body positive images and she's a fit woman, but she has cellulite, she has rolls and she has stretch marks and she jiggles when she walks as 99.9% of us all have and all do, right? And she, most of her posts are like an image of her posing and an image of her being natural. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible just what a pose can do. Like night and day. One looks like a fitness model in a magazine or whatever. And the other looks like a real woman that you would encounter on the beach. And it's such a healthy reminder for me when I'm scrolling through my social. Yeah. That what I'm seeing is what uh, those people want me to see. Exactly. And not what I would see if I was standing beside them in real life. Yeah. Every day we make a choice about the way that we represent 
to represent ourselves online. Yeah. Whether that's perfectly curated selfies or pretending that we give less fucks than we actually give. Yeah. Like everyone has their agenda online. Sure. Everyone, even people who are pretending like they don't care. Right. Are projecting that they don't care. Yeah. Right. We all have an agenda. We all have an image that we're trying to portray. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, It's our right to have our own personal brand but you we just need to remember that when we look at people on social media we are seeing the image that they are specifically choosing for us to see absolutely and that is such a tiny 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 portion of their everyday life Mm -hmm. right yeah i think that was for me that poll answer was the biggest one that i wanted to address because i just feel like it's so unhealthy and i'm not telling you you can never compare yourself to anybody because that's Mm -hmm. not realistic but we need to make a conscious effort to remember that comparison is not um it's not even rational in this situation no because you're not comparing you can't compare apples to apples when you don't even know that person's apples exactly (laughs) is this this person's apples in prime harvest season no this is their oranges it's fine you can't exactly you don't even know and this kind of goes into the other question so i also asked how many times do you attempt to take a selfie to get one worth posting? <laughs> in that, when I sent you those couple that one night, yep. I think that night I probably took like 25 or 30. Wow. To me, I look all the back at all of them. I'm like, hot, steamy garbage. <laughs> Stop. Um, but, okay, so the answer to this question was 56% of people said over 10 and mm-hmm. 44% of people said under 10. So the majority of people are basically saying, yes. I uh, go ham. Right. Like, it's not just, I'm feeling cute. Snap. Oh, I'm cute. It's, I'm taking a selfie. This shit's about to go down. Right. Right. When you're like, you're getting up against the window, you're finding the angle, you're doing different angles. You're, yeah. Yeah. So most of us are, more of us than not mm-hmm. are doing that. Yeah. And I mean, I think that it totally just exemplifies what we said. And it's that you're not seeing you're only seeing what those people want you to see, yeah. right? You're not seeing the 10 other selfies that were taken that weren't deemed good enough to be put on social. Exactly. Which right? are all probably so beautiful and like literally have nothing wrong with them. Probably. Or, you know, they're yeah, like us where yeah. sometimes we've got a lazy eye and a double chin. And like that's real life and sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> One more of the poll results I want to chat about before we get into like the open-ended questions yeah. or answers that people gave. So this one, do you think posting selfies is self-absorbed or conceited? And luckily, seven only 17% of people said yes. So like 83 said no, which is definitely the vast majority. But I'm interested. I wish I actually had phrased this question a little bit better because I kind of want to know like when you, there's two angles to this. When you see other people posting selfies, do you think that's conceited? Or do you feel weird posting them because you feel like other people yes, think it's conceited? Exactly. I was going to say the same thing is that I think that most of us feel like it's not conceited when other women post selfies or other people post selfies. But we feel like other people think that we're conceited mm-hmm. when we post selfies. I'm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When I was in a more insecure place, I thought it was more conceited to post selfies. But I think that's just more of a reflection of where I was at in life. Like when I wasn't as 
just confident and like just kind of doing my own thing. I'll admit, I was judgy. Sure. I mean, I think, I think that we're convoluting the, the terms conceited versus confident and conceited is when you only care about yourself. Conceited is like so full of yourself that you can't see outside of yourself because conceited isn't confident. Confident is loving yourself, being proud of yourself, telling people you love yourself and being okay with yourself. Exactly. Being okay with who you are, loving who you are and showing up that way. And if that means sometimes like plastering social media with your beautiful face, like great, you know, what harm are you doing? I mean, the harm comes from when, like, again, I go back to the motivation behind posting. Mm -hmm. The harm is, is done when, when you post out of a need for gratification from others instead of a pride that comes from your own self so this question is a good segue into the open-ended answers because there was like one that definitely stood out that kind of is along the lines of this yeah so basically i asked like what's your biggest concern when it comes to taking or sharing selfies or like whatever that may be and one person said what other people will think of me posting it not what they think of it but the action so i think what this person is saying is like exactly this are people gonna think i'm conceited for posting a selfie are they gonna be like she bites it girl like i i can kind of relate to that like i think that when i post like a nice like smiley selfie i don't really feel that way like there's been times that i've taken a selfie and it's it's a little sultry it's a little little spicy but i'm like no i'm not gonna post this like people are gonna think i'm taking myself way too seriously and i'm just like that's just that's not going on the internet (laughs) but like why not yeah. I look hot. I'm yeah. Feeling myself. Yeah. But I'm in that way. I'm kind of like, no, people are going to be like, who does she think she is? So I want to share a experience with you that I had that really, um, had me struggling with this. And this is meant to be no hate towards the people that kind of contributed to this experience. Um, because it was done, I think in an innocent way. But when I was about 1920, as you know, I had like a little blow up, you know, I went through a phase where I started to like really feel myself. I started to really feel beautiful. I learned how to do my makeup, like all of that. And so I started posting selfies and I would post probably like, I don't know, one every week, one every two weeks, like more than your average person probably. And I had a couple younger girls who were um, my sisters and her friends kind of group posting on my social as a joke, hashtag stop Sarah selfies, 2020 or 20, whatever, 2013 or something, whatever year it was. (laughs) Ancient we are. (laughs) Yeah. 2012, maybe. I don't know. Um, and it was meant to be a joke and funny which I still to this day, I get it, but it was like, I wasn't allowed to finally feel good about myself. It was, I I don't think it was intended to be mean, but it did, um, harm 
the way that I felt about myself because I finally felt great. And it was like, we live in a culture of women where we're not supposed to feel great. We're supposed to compare ourselves and we're supposed to feel bad about it. And that's so wrong. I mean, given we were all young, you know, we were in our late teens and early twenties kind of thing, but that's not okay. Like this is the time when you lift people up and you, you cheer them on for being confident. And there is more than enough space in this world for every single person on it to feel beautiful and portray that to the world. Absolutely. There's more than enough space for every single person to do that. Well, okay. And here is one of my other favorite quotes, which is other people's successes are not your failures. And you can apply that to image as well. Like other people's beauty does not mean like taking away from your own beauty because one person is beautiful in one particular way and you don't have that same feature doesn't mean that you are not beautiful. It means you are unique and different. And I think that's something that we need to remember when we're looking because I'm never going to be a tall, tan, blonde supermodel. I just, I can't. Um, some of you may know, and some of you don't know that I am only five foot one and three quarters. I hang on dearly to that three quarters. Um, and I am brunette and I am thick. I am muscular. And that doesn't mean that I'm ugly. It means that I am different than a tall blonde tan supermodel. I think part of this is like, Oh God, this to me is kind of a conversation about like race as well. Because totally, I think that like it's this really kind of revolting focus on like typical whiteness and the, yeah. the beauty of whiteness. Quotations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what it is, but like that's the idea is. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've grown up, grown up in this society where like it's perfectly normal to only follow people that look just like you on Instagram. And of course that narrows your perception of beauty. Yeah. Interesting. So would you say that by broadening our focus of beauty, because as we know, like, well, there's so many ethnicities that are stunningly beautiful that we will never look like us little white girls. Do you think if we broaden what we're looking at and what we see that being able to appreciate something that is just factually unachievable for us as beautiful, do you think that would change the way we like look at, I don't know, beauty in general? I think for me, like, I guess i don't think it's that simple i think this is like a very 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 complex topic with a lot of nuance and mm-hmm. a lot of like it's this is these are like sketchy waters that we're wading into right now but yes i i really think that it's a problem that we don't expose ourselves to more diversity because our brains have this weird thing of thinking that like what we're most exposed to is the most correct which is just not true absolutely like, and I think that just like the more people that you see with different faces, different color skin, different hair, 
different bone structure, different fashion, different culture, different voices, different mm-hmm. every little thing. Yeah. It makes you start to realize there's so much more outside of this really particular beauty standard. Mm-hmm. And there's something so beautiful in all the uniqueness and all the diversity. Interesting. Like that should be celebrated. I think that like I I do I don't think this was going to solve all the problems, but I do think it would be beneficial for us to consume more diversity. I agree. What I would encourage is um, going out and finding find like photographers that intentionally photograph diverse people. So that's a a hobby of mine. This is funny because this is a passion of mine, but I never thought it would be brought to this podcast. But as you know, like I am a sociology girl and I absolutely love um, talks about um, ethnicity and diversity and inclusion. Um, So I think something that I love to do that I think everybody should do is go and find photographers online that take photos of diverse clients and look at that photographer's kind of view of beauty and broaden your definition of what is beautiful um, and look outside yourself for beauty and not to your own face (laughs) Um, to see, like to decide whether or not you're beautiful. Look outside yourself at other things that you can see beauty in. All right. Let's, let's look at these next. Okay. Let's go through these open-ended questions. So we talked about yeah, what people think about the action of posting. I don't know. Do you want to pick one of these to talk about, Sarah? Well, I, I found a theme in a couple of them. So there was a few people who commented on particular things about themselves that they don't like, and that's what they worry about most when they take selfies. So, right. for instance, there was one who said they have a snaggle tooth. One <laughs> said... I laugh because I so relate to that because one of my front teeth overlaps the other, and if I get it like, like just the right angle in pictures, it looks like I have a massive like buck tooth sticking out, <laughs> and it's, it's a concern. Ridiculous. And then well, another person talked about their lazy eye, um, for me, I always worry about looking like I have a double chin. Mm. So I know that the particular things that we are insecure about are things we try to hide, um, in our, it's like even more weird when we like try to hide them. Absolutely. You know, like overcompensate. It's like, yeah. it's like you're worried about having a double chin. You like kind of stick your neck out and then it's like, oh my God, am I an ostrich? Like <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, but I remember, I just wanted to make a side comment quickly. And that's that I remember in high school, you and I and a couple of our other friends had like picked one feature about ourselves. This is one of the very few healthy things that we did when we were in high school. We picked something about ourselves that we didn't like and we decided to learn to like it. And I don't know if this ever had any lasting impact on you, but at the time I hated my nose with a passion and I just decided I was going to get over the fact that I hated my nose and I was going to love my nose. And I spent day after day telling myself I loved my nose. And to this day, I love my nose. I have no problem with it anymore. Like, I'm it's just... At you and I'm, I don't understand, but I know it's not about that. So I'm just going to keep my mouth <laughs> Well, you know, uh, my sisters used to call me Squidward Nose. <laughs> God damn it. Girls are mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it gave, gave me some issues. And yeah, when I smile really, really big, my nose points down. 
but it's because I'm smiling really, really big. And what is the problem with that? And it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, does anyone remember in high school, honesty box and bathroom wall? Okay, that shit was awful. First of all, the fuck. <laughs> Just straight savage. But someone went on there, and if you're listening to this, screw you. This stuck in my head for so long. Someone went on there and said that I look like a foot. <laughs> And to this day, I still feel like, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I look like a foot today. You never have looked like a foot in your life. Well, or not. You look like a thumb when you do your double chin thing, but not a foot. Just a thumb. <laughs> Thumbs are cuter than feet. <laughs> sure. Go with that. I say it with love. A beautiful thumb. But yeah, I think that's like a good, it is, it's really important, I think, to learn. Oh, God, it's easier said than done. But like. I kind of got to the point where I think about we get one body like duh but we do we get one body and yes now you know filler and all that can do can work wonders and if that's what you really want need to feel beautiful I say as long as it's safe go do it that's fine but for the most part we really do get one body and what a sh- what a freaking shame yeah to spend your whole time here hating something about yourself that you can never change right that is so just a waste of your time yep like we you are so much better than that yeah i mean to me it's so about like it can take over your life and not only do you have one body but you have one life and do you want to spend your life worrying about selfies your body, your rolls, your double chin, your nose, your acne, your snaggle tooth, your lazy eye, or do you want to walk around feeling happy, seeing the beauty in everything around you and knowing you're a good person? Like I just, let's step outside that freaking box of uh, comparing ourselves to everything and everyone. And honestly, the truth is, is that I've said, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but when someone looks at you, they're not like just looking at your nose and everything else goes away. Like they see you, they say, they see how you, like everything fits together into this one person that's you. And that's why no one looks like you because your eyes are a little bit unique. Your nose is a little bit unique. Your smile is unique. And then when you put that all together, it makes you you. And that's why you don't look like anyone else. Absolutely. And yes, like, of course you can pick apart and zone in on one thing, but no one looks at your face that way. No one looks at your face as critically. No one's standing in the mirror looking at your face for five minutes the way you do when you get out of the shower and you feel like you hate yourself. No one is looking at you that way, except you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's funny because it brings me to another couple of these answers, which are all about feeling awkward and not knowing what to do with their smile (laughs) or their hands or whatever. And like, of course not. Like your existence does not only occur in one photo. Like, not a model. <laughs> your existence occurs in um, real time movement and life, not in this one photo. So of course you feel awkward and of course you don't look like yourself. And yeah, most of us look better in photos because if anybody sees a person in real life moving and smiling and being happy and being kind, they're automatically more beautiful. 
And none of those things come across in a photo. Wait, so you say we look more, sorry, I think you mixed it up. Just want to clarify. You're saying that we look more beautiful in person, right? Than in photos? Yeah. If you see somebody smiling and and talking and being kind and, and happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you get people's energy. Like how many times have you met someone and like, whatever, whether they're pretty or not, it's irrelevant. They're just whatever. They look like how they look, but then like they start talking and they're so bubbly or they're so passionate about something and you just like become enamored with this person because like they're so full of life and like maybe you had seen them like i don't know maybe you'd seen them on social before and then you met them for the first time and like their personality is just like amazing and you're like oh my god like this person is gorgeous and so charismatic and so engaging but it's so much more to do with like their energy and their vibe and their passion than it is with what their physical appearance is. Yeah, but then it kind of transfers. Like, exactly. it's like it almost seeps into how they look. Exactly, because like, to me, like no one is more beautiful than when they're like talking so happily about something they're passionate about. Passion, like, you just yeah. see people's, if you can get someone talking about something they're passionate about, watch what happens to their body. Like their shoulders will go back, they'll sit up straight, they'll make eye contact with you, they'll smile, they'll, raise their eyebrows they'll make expressions they'll talk with their hands and like they'll come alive and you do that too right we all do that but we don't see ourselves that way so that's a that like aids in your beauty so much more than like nailing your winged eyeliner does that (laughs) don't come at my winged eyeliner I've given up on pulling off a wing every time I try to do a wing. I, like, I've been trying that shit for 10 years, and I've just accepted that's never happening for me ever. Oh, it's fine. It's okay. You got a nice little mini wing today. Yeah, well, I know. I have full face of makeup right now because we did family photos earlier. Ooh. And to be honest, I really just want to go wash my face. But... Meanwhile, I have wet hair and a bare face. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was you right now. Oh, I just want to have a bath, but I'm healing a tattoo. So I oh. can't do that. Needless to say, I'm not taking a selfie today. <laughs> Come on, practice what you preach, girl. Okay, ladies, I'm taking a selfie. And gents, I'm taking a selfie and we're posting it on the Instagram the day that this is released. And you can see my bare ass, wet haired face. I was hoping you just stop with bare ass. <laughs> is that a nice place to end the podcast? <laughs> no, we're not done. We have more, a little bit more to discuss. <laughs> Oh, good. Stay tuned for Sarah's bootay. Okay. I want to put in one more lighthearted one because this is amazing and I love this energy. So someone wrote in, um, balancing looking hot, but also like myself. Totally. So this is the other side of things, right? Yeah. It's like, maybe you take a selfie and you're like, damn, but you're like, doesn't look like me. Yeah. It doesn't. Or I guess they're all, they they do look like you because they're you, but like, I'm going to say this, like, I never look that hot in selfies. I just don't. It's just not for me. But you sure as heck do. So, can you relate to this? Totally. Absolutely. And because I, like, no, not in all my selfies, but sometimes I'll use, like, one of the beautifying filters. And some of them, like, your eyes bigger and your lips plumper. And Uh I try to, like, turn them down so that they're not so aggressive because I don't want it to distort my face so much that, like... I don't look like myself. Yeah. I totally do relate to that. However, I think I am hot. And so like, I'm glad to look hot in pictures. <laughs> okay. So interesting. So you're talking about these like, okay, what's this app that you're talking about? Well, it's no, it's, I just use filter. an Instagram filter. Oh, like when you take a story. Yeah. And the filter. Okay. Interesting. Well, how do you feel about those? And how do you feel about like face? <sighs> so, okay. This is hard. This is a tough question for me. 
I think you need to be honest with yourself about why you're using it. I also think that if you are an influencer who has young girl followers, they should just not be allowed. I think that women who use Facetune and heavy filters a lot should not be posting content that is targeted to young, like especially teenage girls, um, because it can be dangerous when teenage girls, I mean, as we know, we compare ourselves a lot, but no one compares themselves to other women more than teenage girls. Like, I think that we could say that safely. Um, so that's my opinion. I also think that like, don't pretend, you know, like if I use a filter, it says on my photo that there's a filter on it. Right. On your story. Yeah. On my story. Or even if I take it like with Instagram filters, I post it to my Instagram and you can see underneath it says taken with whatever the filter is. So be honest. Don't go out there and act like this is your everyday reality. Yeah. But if you feel cute because the filter is super cute on you, post it. But don't don't lie. Don't you know, show the world a total phony image of yourself. I think the other side of that too is like don't beat yourself up that like you don't look like what you look like when you put a filter on yourself. There's this one filter, I think it's like I am beautiful and it like makes your like eyelashes so long and it like smooths out your skin and like I'll like look at myself on my phone with that filter on I'm like oh my god like why do I I'm like you know what I say to myself this is so bad I'm like this is what I would look like if I was actually pretty that's such bullshit I know but this is like and and then I'm just like oh no no but like I'm not gonna lie like those things not every day but if I'm having a little bit of a vulnerable day like sometimes yeah like I'm like okay that's what I would look like if I was actually (laughs) I get it so bad I don't say that it's not real I know it's literal Photoshop, like, ugh, but it's, it messes with your head, but it looks enough like you that it's like, that's me, but it's, and it is you, but, ugh. But, okay, here's what I think is crazy. Somebody developed that filter knowing what the current trend in beauty is. That's true. So they have literally, like, hacked our brains, because we are currently kind of um, fixated on Big eyes, long lashes, big lips, shiny, dewy skin. Um, and that's Snatched what the filter. contour. Yeah. These high cheekbones. However, like this changes throughout time, right? Like mm. we don't always think that. So they've hacked like the current standard of beauty and they've turned it into an app so that we think we're more beautiful. However, if you had like put that filter on my grandma in the 40s, she would have been horrified. Also, can you all remember when we were like plucking our eyebrows to shit in grade eight? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna find a photo and post like, it of myself. Freaking, um, little worms on our face. I had the thinnest eyebrows you have ever seen. I'm not joking; they were I think almost I had, gone. Like, two hairs. And like, ladies, I have caterpillar eyebrows, so to <laughs> see me with no eyebrows is terrifying. I'm gonna post it. It's awful. It was a trend, but that's the thing. Like back then, if somebody Everyone needs microblading now, because we all just like ruin <laughs> we our ruin our faces with the plucking, uh, and the threading. I used to get my eyebrows threaded every two weeks. That should hurt, man. Oh, man. 
And the ladies were so savage. They'd like hold me down. If you like squirm a little bit, they're like, no. And they just like rip your face off. Yeah. But no, honestly, if somebody had developed this app or this filter back then, it would have had thin eyebrows, Mm -hmm. like smoky liner that goes all the way around your like waterline. You know what I mean? And like probably like the Marilyn Monroe like dot on your cheek. (laughs) Because that was all like, super cool. When you put blush actually just on the little on the, the apples, apples of your of cheeks. Your cheeks. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's crazy how beauty standards change, right? And it just goes to show you if you can look at the way that beauty standards have changed, it's a really good reflection of like the, the subliminal messaging of beauty trends, right? Yeah, because we really believe that that's what is beautiful, but it's a, it's a message that's being sent to us by the content we're constantly seeing. Exactly. It's, it's not reality. It's like, how like everyone wants to get lip filler right now like don't get me wrong like i'm not like i might get lip filler <laughs> i don't know but we didn't always think that these like huge juicy lips were like the epitome of beauty yeah there's a lot of very iconic women that had like not thin lips but just like not big lips yeah lips, well i know? also i also and i don't want to go off on a tangent but want to just make a note that these like trends were also kind of stealing from other ethnicities and it makes me so mad. I'm like, right now we are totally appropriating the black girl image. And you know, you see girls who are doing cornrows and who are um, blowing up their lips huge. And there's a lot of, um, oh, tokenism going on right now with um what is beautiful and we're like picking and choosing these things from other cultures to make it what is beautiful right now and put it on white girls and make it beautiful and i just that makes me sick it make like it makes me so mad you don't get to choose what you want and steal it from a different ethnicity or a different culture and make it your own image of beautiful that's not how this world should work (laughs) yeah and it's interesting, like I saw something recently, like this is a topic that I'm learning about and like growing in, and I'm sure that I've messed up on. Um, I saw like a really interesting post on Instagram, like trendy things that like came from black culture. And yeah. like, it's not that we can't participate in these things, but it's that we need to acknowledge and appreciate where they came from and then not set up a double standard. Sure. Yeah, and we also need to listen when people from that culture tell us this one is not okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this is okay and this is not. And we need to just say okay. got enough. We need to know where to draw the line. <laughs> so like, accurate. Over time, like we have taken uh, more than our fucking fair share. We can sit down on some of these things, but like I don't know why. Like, some people can't. Like Yeah. Yeah, and it may be controversial, but I just think it's reality. That's my opinion. <laughs> no, I think you're I think you're so right. You're so right. Okay, I'm going to double check to see if there's any more gems in here. Um, <sighs> yeah. Some of these make me sad. Worrying if people will think I'm beautiful and pretty and how many likes I will get. This breaks my heart because the person that put this in is so beautiful and so sweet. <laughs> but it's just, it's. I guess what I just want to say to like leave this off is that like you are not how you look in selfies. Right. You are so much more than that. And the people 
who love you see your worth in so many other things. They see your worth and when you show up for them, they see your worth in when you work really hard and you overcome something that's hard. Those are the things that make you beautiful and those are the things that really matter. I'm not saying don't post selfies. Selfies are great. Like the point of this isn't to bash selfies. The point of this is to kind of relinquish the power that selfies have mm-hmm. over our mental health and our self-image. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for me, it comes down to realizing that your world is about you and it's not about others. Um, It's about how you feel about yourself. It's about your experience in your life, about what you think is beautiful. It is not about what any other person thinks. It just isn't. And that might be a hard thing to actually live out. I mean, it's hard for me and it's hard for Jess, but... It, I think it's a standard we should all try our very best to hold ourselves to um, because, again, that comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be about you and your standards. And that's what I would want to leave you with here. Yeah, I think that's great. From the selfie queen herself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, well that's, that's a wrap, I think. I think that's a wrap. Where can they find you on social, Jess? They can find me and all my bad selfies <laughs> at <laughs> Jess R. Stafford on Instagram. And you can find Sarah at Sarah.Megs. And I'll have to put up a few selfies for y'all yeah. throughout the next couple of weeks before this episode comes out. Um, and you can find our podcast Instagram at notyouraveragegirl.podcast on Instagram. Um, You can find us on all your favorite places to listen to podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to press the follow button because that way when we put out a new episode, it'll just, it'll drop right in there and you won't even have to keep track. You won't even, you'll just be right there, ready to go. (laughs) And if you're listening on Apple podcasts, make sure to leave us a review. There's been a couple sent in so far, and they're super cute. We love seeing your reviews. Oh, it's so fun to read. Yeah, we love that. Also, I just, I'm, like, really excited because we are getting followers from all over, first of all, Canada, then the continent, and uh, across the oceans now, too. So, yeah, I saw, like, there's some people listening in New Jersey and Ohio and Texas and California, too. So, if that's you... Thank you so much. Please tell your friends. This is how we can grow. So (laughs) thank you guys so much. It's been so fun. Go take a selfie and post it. You are hot. You are smoking. Tag us. We will like it for you. Yeah, we will. We will hype your selfie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye friends. Bye.